I'm still really quiet. In yours, you're quiet. My headset. Oh, there it is. I was say my headset was quiet in general. Like, oh, it's because he was trying to make sure that you could talk loud enough so I could hear. Because you're being a real bastard. It's not my fault. I'm a monk. I'm silent. I'm, I'm sneaky. I'm shadow creature. Monks aren't shadow creatures. Monks, silent monks don't talk, and you're talking. Yours sounds weird, David. I'm a half monk. Like whenever you talk, it sounds different. So I'm trying out dual mics. Let me turn off one of them real quick. Quick. This is the normal mic. Okay. How does it sound? Fantastic. Clean and crisp. That one you can hear a lot of ambiance. This is the shotgun mic. How do I sound? You sound far away, and it's a lot of ambiance. Then I guess we're not going with the shotgun mic. Maybe not with a fan behind you. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to see how it sounds back. But So, uh, I've been doing research for video, right? And I found out that we're definitely going to need boom mics. Aww. And the boom mics needs to be between 6 and 14 inches from their mouth. Otherwise, you're getting too much environment noise, and if it's if it's farther than that, and you have to turn the gain up. Mm. But if you turn the gain down, then you have to get closer, which means you have to cut in closer with the camera. So then just, like, lapel mics would be the way to go. Either lapel mics or the shotgun mics. We have lapel mics we can try. It's just... We would have to mic up everybody. Mm -hmm. And from what I can tell right now, for the recording session that we want to do for D&D, it's me, you, Brandon, George, right? So that's four of us. And Mel is five. And then we may have two guests, up to two guests. So at some point... Possibly up to seven. In which case, I'm just like, oh, hmm, how are so we going to do this? That's a lot of microphones. <laughs> that is a lot of microphones, and we have four. Uh, we have four mics right now. Um, as long as nobody's moving, we can stick with the wired ones. If somebody wants to move, then we might have to go to a longer wired one or a wireless one. Oh, I can hear me again. Uh. <laughs> so we're going to talk about today, David. I don't know. Well, today we have uh, on the show Bigum. Uh. Bigum, this time, is not a guest that pops in and yeah, out. I'm not, I'm not the uh, every He's not the filler surprise guest star. He's not the drink boy. Yeah. He's not the drink boy. So I went from being the bartender to using the bartender. No, <laughs> using the bartender. No, that doesn't make sense. It makes perfect no. sense. No, if Tyler was the bartender, you'd be the floater that fills in for when Tyler's asking for time off. Now, you are at the bar. Tell us our uh, tell us your drink order. Yeah, using the bartender. How would you like, you know, whenever like you're in a video game or something and it's like press X to interact or like to use? Yeah. Like the idea was like use this. It sounds funny. Like if you walk up to it, it's like use this water bottle. It's like 
to do what? To drink out of it or to use it as a hammer? Throw it at somebody? I, I don't know. English language doesn't make sense to me sometimes. But then again, because I grew up speaking English once I turned five, some of the other languages I've learned don't make sense to me either. Like uh, Chinese in Mandarin. In, in English, we tell people, turn off the light. But in Mandarin, it's close the light. Mm. I'm like, huh? How would you say it in Mandarin then? Uh... The word for close is guan. Yeah. Right? So. Oh, that you're asking me. I was like, I don't know. No, no, no. That the word for, for to close or to turn off the light would be guan dun. And I, I'm sorry about my pronunciation. It's probably way off right now. Um, but that said, the literal translation means close the light. Hmm. And there are days when, when I'll talk to people, and we'll be walking out of the uh, the room, right? And they'll yell at Google, be like, "Hey, close the say, light." I was gonna say, "Don't say it," because my lights will turn off right now. And I look at them, I'm like, and they're like, "Oh shit!" I said that in English, but in Chinese, in my head. <laughs> See, I don't have the. I think it's super weird. I guess because I'm not like uh, completely fluent in any other language or anything. But I think in English, and I can answer in Spanish and some more things. But I think that's might be where it like differs. So if like your main language would be Spanish, you would probably think in Spanish, maybe. Yeah. Oh, wow, just thinking about that, it's weird. Like people will think in different languages. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've seen it. Uh, Eddie VR. He his all of his thoughts are in Spanish. But he says them out loud in English, and in one of his videos, he was thinking about something, he was saying it, and then he went from English and cut straight to Spanish in the middle of saying it, and they're like, why did you change? And he was just like, they're like, I don't speak Taco Bell, and he goes, my bad, my thoughts are in Spanish. So in the <laughs> middle of saying stuff really fast, I just flipped to saying my thoughts out loud. That's what I asked, um, like David and Ira, they both speak, not David, uh, George and Ira, they both speak Spanish, and... um because their parents speak mostly Spanish. And then so I was asking George, I was like, so if you're walking down the street and somebody is speaking Spanish next to you, do you have to actively change your brain to think Spanish? Or do you can you just like flip back and forth like the switch doesn't turn off? You know what I mean? Like if somebody's mm -hmm. speaking in Spanish, you can understand exactly what they're saying. Or like does it drown out? That's like... Uh, like Honestly, for me, I just understand it. It's just like, okay, instant processing, mm. right? Versus if it's like for me between English and Vietnamese, instant processing. For me in Chinese, the processing is there. It's a little slower only because I don't necessarily know the vocabulary uh, that they're using. So I have to stop and use context clues. Mm. Yeah, see, that's what it is in Spanish with me. I know a few of the Spanish words, so I kind of understand what they're saying. And so I'll like switch Atlas just under the bed <laughs> or under the table, but I'll uh, like I'll be talking and then I'll uh, somebody will say something to me and then I have to translate the word in my head to English and then I have to translate what I'm trying to say into Spanish to say it back. I don't know, it's weird. Are you taking any languages yet, Bigel? Uh, I'm going to Spanish too next year. Oh, so you're in Spanish right now? You should do, uh, or are you gonna do more or are you just gonna do what you have to? 
I kind of planned on just doing what I had to. I might, I might go like one more year, depending on how it is. Yeah, that's what a a few of the things they said. If you go back, whenever I was taking it, they said that they had this trip that they set up where you would go spend a month or a few uh, a few weeks in uh, Spain, and then they would um, it would count as your whole like. Uh, like your whole credit for the semester. That's what I was thinking. I think somebody just came in. Well, well hold on. Mm-hmm. But um, okay. But yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Is like uh, they were like, yeah, we'll just go to Spain and then spend like a few days there, and then we'll see, and then it'll give you your entire credit for like your third year of Spanish. I was like, huh, that's weird. Yeah. He's putting a sign on the door. Well, um, that's what I'm saying. Um, we'll have to see because I don't know who came in. So I don't know if anybody's actually here or somebody just knocked on the door. <laughs> UPS guy just like walks in. Sir, I need you to sign this. Anyhow. Yeah, they just walk into the house. Hello? Please, I need, I need your signature. <laughs> Please sign. Don't shoot. So you're thinking of uh, starting your first job, huh? Yeah. How old are you now? 14? 15. Uh, 15 yeah. So you have to be 16, right, to get a job? Home Depot hires now, like at 15. But I was like, might as well wait until 16 because if I do it now when my parents have to drive me, we know dad won't if it doesn't fit his schedule, which I don't blame him. But it's just better if I can drive, then, you know, then I can make my own schedule. So, like, if I get a job, it's like, oh, you're working tomorrow, and Better if I can drive there than telling dad, hey, I have to work tomorrow. So do I. Mm. So. Yeah. It's easier. Once you start, like, actually driving and stuff like that, it's more. Yeah. It's more uh, more things you can do. Like David. David's been driving for 15 years, so he already knows how driving in life is. He's been driving for as long as you've been alive, Bigum. Oh, man. He's old man. He's a he's a Wong David. Oh, Wong David's not here today. <laughs> I don't you know heard what you sounded about. like on the episode and go, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, I heard. It's okay. I'll have him back sometime. I'll invite him back later. You have to do it when you're drunk one day. Mm-hmm. Drunk Wong David. Uh, wrongfully drunk. <laughs> um. But yeah, whenever you first started driving, I had I didn't Bigum's got his permit now. <gasps> Ooh! So I had him drive us back from Kroger. Uh huh. Because I uh, got a sandwich, I was like, I'll just eat the sandwich and let him drive. And then, so he was like moving everything in my car. I go, ah, fuck! I forgot about that part. Now I have to figure <laughs> out where everything goes again. Yeah. You'll learn whenever you drive that, like, if you have a like when you get your own vehicle, when you set it up and you like start driving. And then somebody else gets in your vehicle and they'll start driving and you're just like, oh, you're moving my seat. Yeah. It's like, because uh, it's hard to find your spot back. Yeah, and like once you got comfortable to it and everything and you didn't have to touch it for like so long, now you won't know where it is because it's been so long. Yeah. And that's why people pay extra to have those memory seats. Oh, well, yeah. I've see, I wouldn't, I think that's just dumb. <laughs> like unless a car comes with it, I'm not going to change it. George's car though, the Tesla, it has like, you can just put, like, infinite number of seat yeah. settings in there. Most of them only have, like, three. 
when I got into George's car one time, I sat down and it was on my seat setting, and for some reason it went to his. And George is fucking eight, eight inches shorter than I am, and like he's like only eight. He's like four inches, four inches thick, <laughs> and I'm like. I'm like a whole foot thick. It's stabbing the steering wheel. Yeah, and it was like coming. I was like, George, what do I do? And he goes, oh, God. <laughs> so I was pushing the buttons, and then it changed it. Oh, was that the other day when we drove to the uh, to up no, north? It put it It put it in like the, I guess, like factory seat position. Oh, which is, like valet which mode or something? as far as his is. But like it's shorter than my height and smaller than me, but it's like a normal person size because I'm not normal person sized. Um. But yeah. but yeah, I sat down. I was like, "Oh fuck, George, what's happening?" It, it makes sense if you have like the memory seat thing. If it's like you and four other people are sharing a car, yeah. But like if it's just oh, every once in a while, yeah, every once in a while somebody will drive it. And it's like there's no See, and, and that. that's why nobody drives my car because it literally is just me and no one else really knows how to drive stick and wants to drive my car because they're afraid they're gonna wreck it. See, I was never worried about wrecking the car whenever I was starting to drive manual. I was more worried about it dying. Mm-hmm. And because that's like hella humili- hum- humiliating. humiliating. Humili- that's a weird word I can't get to. <laughs> but yeah, like I hated the fact that I could sit there. That's why I never I never put it in neutral at red lights. I always keep it in first. Yeah. And then whenever it's time to go, I do it. Because if I have to... Then I'm stressed because there's already three seconds of time goes by and you know whenever the light goes green and you go like, it goes green. It's like, bitch, I'm trying to slow the fuck down. (laughs) Oh, no. If they honk at me, I probably would have just sat there and be like, I would have stalled out the car on purpose. And I'm like, oh, no. I'll just turn on the hazard lights. Mm. Yeah, but that'll piss somebody off, too. One time, one time I was driving and I was going like 30 and somebody pulled out in front of me because it was a red light and I was slowing down for the red light, but they like pulled out in front of me and they slammed on their brakes and then stopped. And then we were driving and I was on their ass and I was in my truck. So I was like the bottom of my grill was in the front, like their rear view mirror. (laughs) And then they were like sat there and I was like on their ass because I had to slam on the brakes and the light turned green and they just sat there and didn't move. And then in my truck, it just went, and I was honking. I was fucking flipping them off. I was like, fuck you, screaming out the window because <laughs> the light was green. And they were just sitting there. And then eventually they they just started driving. I was like, you fucking piece of shit. I was like, I'll beat your ass. <laughs> it pisses me off the most. Yeah. That's why I want to start keeping glass marbles in my car when somebody's on my ass and just fucking Because <laughs> you can't figure out where a glass marble is whenever the glass windshield shattered. You know that's true. I was going to ask you. I'm like, not ceramic, not broken spark plugs. <laughs> well, well, I mean, glass marble, you can just buy a thousand of them for $7. I'd have to go true. buy a spark plug and then smash up well, or go just, buy a toilet seat and <laughs> smash it up <laughs> or a toilet. Wait, yeah, is, it, uh, is the toilet seat the same material as, as uh, spark plugs? No, I think it's some kind of like, I don't think it's ceramic because ceramic gets cold, cold. Like glass. Mm. And then uh, the toilet seat, I think, is like. I don't know. I don't even know I how to describe it. The toilet seats were porcelain. No, a toilet is porcelain. Ceramic. Like, same thing. We'll oh. see. Yeah. I just oh. say it's glass. So, I went to um, one of the hobby shops. What was it last week? And while I was there, I heard this very interesting question pop up. 
it says it's made of thermoplastic called polyesterine. Oh, the poly- seat. Polystyrene or a blend of wood and plastic. Okay, so the seat, not the actual toilet. Well, that's what I said, toilet seat. Sorry. Or you said, why not, or something about toilet seat. And I was like, well, I think everything else except the toilet seat is made of <laughs> ceramic or porcelain. Yeah. Is ceramic and porcelain the same thing? I think I think porcelain is a subcategory uh, of ceramic. Right? Porcelain tile. Porcelain tiles or ceramic tiles are porcelain or ceramic tiles. <laughs> mm, gotta look this up now. Excuse me. Um, tile you. is made of refined clay. <laughs> Bless you. Fuck. <laughs> it's got me on that one. Uh, what's the difference? Major difference between porcelain tile and ceramic tile is how it's made. Both tiles are made of clay mixture. That's in a fire kiln or kiln. Kiln, yeah. Kiln. But porcelain tile is made up of more refined clay and it's fired at higher temperatures, making it denser and more durable. Oh. oh so they're the same thing, it's just that cook differently. Oh, okay. It's like a baked potato and a fried potato. Same thing, but kinda different. Kinda. Do you think it changes the like genetic structure of things when you cook it differently? Or maybe not the genetic maybe not genetic structure, because that would be like I mean you can Fry a chicken <laughs> or you can roast a life. chicken. Yeah, fried. Fry chicken or roast chicken. But it's the same thing, no? It's still technically chicken on the inside. It's just made differently. Yeah. Mm. Or anyway. I guess like a beef jerky versus a hamburger. It's just dried. Dried or ground beef. Yeah. So <laughs> last week I went to this... Um, this hobby shop. And while I was there, I overheard this very interesting question. I do want to ask you at the beginning of the Mandalorian. Was the Mandalorian working for the empire? So the hard thing I have with this like question is that I don't know anything about Star Wars. Did you see the, the Mandalorian? Okay. But it was like two and a half years ago, and I have no prior knowledge of Star Wars things, except like Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's dad. And yeah. Anakin. So that's... Spoiler alert. Uh, other than... Yeah, 40 years ago. Yeah, 40, <laughs> 40 freaking years ago. Okay. Um, this was like pre-David, so I mean... Yeah. <laughs> so this is nothing outside of Mandalorian context. Just based on the series, at the very, at the very beginning, episode one, or season one, it doesn't matter... Was the Mandalorian working for the Empire? I have no idea. I'm telling you, that's that's hard. It's because I've seen the Mandalorian, uh huh. But I've seen seven uh, Marvel shows since then, so I don't exactly Wait. remember. Isn't is the man Mandalorian? No, I haven't seen the show. Like I like Star Wars stuff. I just never watched the Mandalorian. I just watched all the Star Wars movies and. So I've seen good. some of the third one, but but like I don't so, understand who's the Empire and who's who. So, so the yeah. Empire were the um, the stormtroopers. Oh, so the bad people are basically yeah. the bad people. Yeah, oh. the Empire is the stormtroopers. Okay, right? so all I do remember is that in the Mandalorian, he comes to that one place and he talks to that one guy at the like a bar or whatever. Uh huh. And he picks up bounties. So that guy that he spoke to at the bar was the guild. Um, guild master, basically, or not the guild master, but one of the guild members who doles out the contracted jobs. Yeah. So the question is, when he gives him the contract, 
does that mean he's working for the guild or does that mean he's working for the empire well i think in in like say for instance if you're like if i'm working at google but google contracts my company to do something that means i'm still working for the company but i'm not necessarily working for google see that's what i thought but someone says uh someone else says but you're taking money from the empire well i mean google is paying your company and then you're getting paid from your company so i mean i I don't think that is still not correct because i mean with the bounty hunter guy is still probably getting a piece of whatever the mandalorian is getting because he's handing out contracts but the job but the it was the empire who posted the job see then that means you're freelance working right <laughs> that means you're I mean. free, free. I mean, the, I the other, the other, um, the other example they gave was, if a mob boss comes up to you, and you're a freelancer at that point, until the mob boss comes up to you and ask uh, and hires you to do a bank heist, right? Does that mean you're part of the mob now? Well, I mean, they have like a coat of arms and stuff like that that you have to go through in order to become a mob or become parts of like family mobs and shit like that and like mafia shit. So I don't know that you're a part of it, but I think you're just associated with them. And they do look upon you and be like, okay, well, we can work with this person. Like, like say, for instance, like you have somebody who's a who's a cop, but he like does looks away from like dirty stuff that the mob does in order to get paid by them but also not to like get killed i guess so maybe that's kind of the same concept where he's not necessarily bob member mob member but he's associated and seen as kind of like an ally of them but then that would mean the mandalorian would be an ally of the empire but i don't necessarily mean that he is working for them i don't know i don't know what's your take on this bagel I don't know that his he's developed <laughs> far enough in his brain complexity to understand. <laughs> Half of those words I didn't even understand. He said Freelander, and I was like, what does that mean? And as he explained more, I was like, oh, Freelancer. Okay. Lancer, my bad. He, and then as he explained more, I was like, okay, I guess it's just like somebody that roams around until something, some job finds him. Are you, are you much of a sports person? No. I, I think, like wouldn't a, a it's freelancer, like a free agent. So like, a, like, like an artist. Someone, someone who, who works on their own time. Like an yeah. artist and somebody like contracts uh, them to do a piece for them. So yeah, so they just. I think an artist would be a freelancer, right? Yeah. Well. So. Yeah, so it's just like they do their own thing until something finds it, like a job or whatever comes to them. Yeah, an artist or a designer that not is not working as part of a group would probably be considered a freelancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So now you kind of see. I got it now. That's what I think is funny because like like Travis <laughs> Travis and all of our friends, except for like maybe George and John, for the most part they they're not I'm not saying they're all stupid, but they're just they just slow. they're they don't have the same like vocabulary or stuff like that. So whenever I'm like Bigum's vehemently against taking showers, vehemently means like you are so opposed to taking a shower that you'd that rather not die. True. That is not even true. Yeah, I understand that. But like 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 something like that. So at one point in time, Travis goes, hey, how do you spell accurate? But he, he doesn't pronounce, he didn't fully pronounce accurate correctly. And I thought he said acrid. And I was like, "How? who the fuck taught you acrid? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what acrid is, Bigum? Acrid? No. It's like a, it's like a horrible, horrible smell. Like that's awful. That's what acrid means. 
And Travis is like, how do you spell accurate? And I go, who the fuck taught you accurate or accurate? And he was like, <laughs> what? What are you saying? I was like, A-C-R-I-D? And he was like, that's not right. I was like, no. Oh, accurate. <laughs> Whenever I'm uh, standing next to him and he's texting somebody, every now and then he'll look up at me and be like, how do you spell this word? <laughs> like, like if it's a word that contains at least eight letters, I guarantee I don't know how to spell it. Now, if you dumb it down to six letters, I'm, I have a good chance. So what I You've will, been playing Wordle. <laughs> what I will tell you, uh, a good like thing that you should look at in general is learning to broaden your like to broaden your vocabulary and to understand how to speak more eloquently in a lot of things. So like how I'm talking right now, like I could talk to you, I could be like, you need to use bigger words so you can sound smarter. Or I could say use a broader vocabulary so you, you can use words with more eloquence. Same concept. But whenever you're talking to like potential employers or people, because you have a larger knowledge of words, it makes it easier to understand like uh, words that are, what is the, what is the word that means the same thing? Like synonymous or that are synonyms. So like instead of saying big, you could say like huge or gigantic or whatever. But whenever you're like talking, you can choose to pull those words out and to make them sound better to make you uh, seem smarter. Yeah. So as if you, you, that's how like you can bullshit your way into a lot of things is just knowing that if you use certain things, like if somebody comes in and they're trying to get a job, they'll be like, yo, I'm real good at driving. And you can be like, yeah, I'm, I'm very good at driving. And then you kind of give this kind of stuff. Sound the same, like real good means the yeah. same thing. And maybe he can fucking kick your ass at her driving. Like maybe he can drive circles around your ass. But sometimes sounding smarter helps you get places better. Yeah. So that's one thing that I will say. Like that I've learned is that no, the person who uses smaller, more simple words is not dumber than you. You seem smarter when you use bigger words, and that seems more like a potential match because people want smart people to work for them. They don't want people who are lazy and stuff like yeah. that. Whenever you said that, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, I agree. Whenever you said that sentence, like when you're using it as an example. You said like broad and stuff like that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I know what those words mean." I just never heard them and never spelled them, like, and I guarantee I can't spell them. But just listening to the full sentence, I was like, "Yeah, I know what he's saying." Yeah, you just use context clues to figure yeah. out what somebody's saying. Like when I say broaden your horizons, that means give yourself more options. Yeah, but like I I can never hear that word before, but if I hear it in a full sentence, I might be able to figure out what it is. Like I could do stuff like that. So. That's so good. That's I, a good skill to have. I can learn some of my vo- vocabulary just listening to Tyler talk sometimes. Yeah, I'm not like I I've learned that I'm a lot dumber than I was when I was in school. But the thing was it's the same concept as um working out where if you are a track runner and you run every day and then you're like I don't feel like running anymore, so you start working out your body, your legs are going to be weaker. Because you're not fucking full sprinting everywhere at all times. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you're any less fit. It just means that you're using your muscles differently. So I used to have a lot more smarts about like doing stuff with uh, like the cars and stuff like Travis does. But after seven years of working in pharmacy, 
whenever you first start pharmacy and stuff like that, you have to learn like top 200 brand and generic word or drugs. So somebody can walk up and go, is my Vantin ready? And then they're like, or they're like, where's my Cephpodoxamy? And then it's like, Vantin is the same word for it or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah. wait a minute. They're the same things. One means the same thing, you know, but people don't understand that. So if you walk up and someone is like, oh, I'm trying to pick up this drug and you're like, okay, it's ready. And then they get handed the bottle and it says, wait, this says something else. It's like, no, it's the same thing. It's just, that's the brand name and this is a generic name. Yeah. So doing that for as many drugs as we have, I had to forget fucking red wire goes to white wire <laughs> because I don't do it anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like. I'm not saying that Travis is dumb. It's just he has a different, like, skill set than I do. Yeah, so yeah. he doesn't... He has more knowledge on something else. Yeah, and more... And they're all... It's, like, very... Uh, that's a lot of things goes. are real niche yeah, to what you do. Like, the niche is also, like, specific. That's just how life goes. <laughs> niche is specific to something. Like, yeah. But I just think it's funny. But, yeah, that's that's the only thing. I don't, I don't give Bigham a lot of... Uh, a lot of life lessons because when you're younger, everybody's giving you life lessons. The only thing I could say is uh, don't text and drive because it's bad. Don't drink and drive because that's horrible. A bunch of other things. <laughs> I like how the two you used were about driving. Well, it's because now it's the topic that you're working on the most currently. Yeah. See, I practice. I practice staying in my lane. I practiced. I got that down and then I hit a wall. I was like, this is some bull crap. You oh, hit yeah. a wall? So um, <laughs> yeah. whenever, so at the shop, the side part, I've went around that multiple times in different cars. And I was like, okay, I could do this. I even went around it in dad's truck. Uh-huh. Well, um, there was a trailer parked on the side. And I was like, the trailer isn't right at the corner. It's a little bit back. So oh, it'll be good. the so, story of you hitting the trailer. No, I didn't hit the trailer. He hit dad's building. I hit the building with dad's bed, but, um, I remember I, this story. Yeah. As I was turning Chuck, the, the landlord or whatever, usually his truck is per, uh, parked further back. Well, I didn't see it until I started turning. And whenever I, like I looked over, I couldn't see it. And I started turning and then I saw it. I was like, Oh crap. So I turned sharper and I barely missed it. Like I slowed down everything too. I barely missed it. And I was like, all right, I'm cool. And as soon as I started turning back, I was like, there's no way. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? I barely just missed one thing just to get it. I was like, I'm so dead. I was like, he started crying. Yeah, Big old that, baby. So at first I was like, <laughs> I was like, dad told me he needed to repaint his truck. He has a, like, it was just the bed. He told me he needed to put a different bed on there anyways. And all this other stuff. So I was like, I'm fine. I just like tell him and everything. And also he told me to do something. There was an accident. It's not like he's going to murder me because I was being, I was playing around and doing something stupid. And then Chavi went over there, started freaking out. Then Brandon was freaking out too. I was like, Brandon's not even his child, and Brandon's already freaking out. I was like, I'm dead. I'm I'm gonna <laughs> die. I'm gonna die today. That's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna die. And I went inside, and I was I wasn't crying yet. I was about to tell Dad, but I walked inside, and he was talking to a customer, and I was like, oh, I can't interrupt it with the customer thing, because let's say he does get mad and everything. That's not really good for business. So I was no. like, I'm just I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. He brought the vehicle around, and then uh, whenever he brought it around, I thought he saw the truck then, and Travi and Brandon weren't helping with the situation. Brandon kept going, 
it's okay. Calm down. Calm down. I was like, I'm not even freaking out. And then I started crying and went yeah, outside. When, when someone's freaking out, you don't go up to them and tell them to calm down. Yeah, Brand, like they were not helping no. at all. No, they were doing that to make you cry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's they, what happened. Whenever something happens, like whenever you're walking by and then you knock down a bottle, you're like, oh no. And if somebody goes, oh shit, do you know whose bottle that is? And you go, whose bottle is it? <laughs> that's whenever I you went, start freaking out because in your mind you're like, wait, wait, did I do something? <laughs> I went outside too. Like I when I was crying and then I went outside and dad was still in the middle of bringing it around. Well, uh, I was crying more and I, I was still crying and Brandon go, Brandon was rubbing my back and he goes, it's okay, calm down, just breathe. And Chavi goes, uh-uh, don't calm down. Keep crying. Get, get, get your sympathy points in. It's like, I have not seen you crying so long. That means dad hasn't seen you crying longer. So get your sympathy points in. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll be easier on you. And then dad was like, it's okay, bud. It's just a truck. And Chavi's like, just a truck. <laughs> we were more mad that dad was like, oh, it's just a truck than I was that he hit a building and got away with it. <laughs> I said, what the fuck did he just say to you? Yeah. I said, he would have hit me with the fucking truck if I would have scratched it. <laughs> I was like, you don't understand. Dad used to have, we would pick, dad would pick us up from, or we would get dropped off from our mom's house every other week at my dad's. And every Friday we would wash his truck for four hours. Like, we go over there, and you had to, like, get in between the cracks and get all the things. He made us put our hands in the tires and wipe off the inside of the tires, like, behind the rims and everything like that. Like, you could get a white glove and then rub your finger across the back of the rim as nothing would be on the back. Hmm. On the, uh, we, he learned somewhere that if you get the, the bounce uh, dryer sheets or the dryer fabric softeners, mm-hmm. if it's not fabric. It's fabric softener? Yeah. No, either way. And then you rub those on the um, the headlights. It gets all the bugs off of your headlights and your grill and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I know all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> because of him. <laughs> Whatever you wipe, we'd have to wipe the first like four inches under the body to make sure it's clean. And Oof. that was just like regular. Not even on days where he would take it to a car show. When he took it to a car show, it was the entire day. We would be spot, like, we became a fucking, me and Travis could detail the shit out of a vehicle whenever <laughs> it came up to his truck, and he would just be like, wash your truck, and then it was like, he was doing the big stuff, but we had to be under the tires and, like, scraping and rubbing wow. and everything like that. I was like, these boys, man. I was like, you it's heard it, days. I said, you heard it from everybody, but yeah, hey, y'all got this shit easy from that guy. I heard, like, I, I just... I was like, I know how that is. So I was like, I'll be okay. Like, maybe he'll yell and get mad and stuff. But I was like, I'll be okay. And then Chavi was freaking me out more. But, like, I don't know. It's just, I was scared that day. I was like, I'm going to die today. I told I told Bigham, I was like, you know why you're lucky? I said, because you're the little blonde-haired, blue-eyed boy. <laughs> Chavi, Chavi says, because I'm dad's favorite. Yeah, I was like, "There's that white privilege falling out of you right there." <laughs> yeah, yeah, he goes, he goes, "There's that white privilege," and then I go, "What about Justin? Like, he he's white. He don't got no privilege whatsoever." Yeah, he also didn't hit a wall with Dad's truck, so <laughs> I was like, "You're the first of us that have done anything against Dad's vehicle that like got hurt or something that didn't get hurt." No, that did anything to like mess up his truck. Oh, I thought you said like. I did anything to his truck that didn't get hurt. I was like, y'all did something to his truck and got hurt? I was like, just from here. They didn't even do anything and they got hurt. Yeah. (laughs) I was telling them, he put it on Facebook. He goes, oh, my little baby, he hit a wall. Do you know what happens when you scratch daddy's truck? You have to fix it. 
Post that on there, and then I was like, "You're getting soft in your old age." I was like, "You're getting soft, old man." And then some one of his friends that we've been friends with since he was fucking six or five, like we were living in the Heather house. Yeah, uh, his name is Chris. I said, "You're getting soft at your." I said, you're, "You're getting soft, old man." And he goes, "That's exactly what I was thinking." I said, "He would have fucking hit me with the truck if I would have <laughs> scratched it, and then he would have made me fix the uh, fix the dent." Yeah, there was no dents. I just had to buff it out, get the scratches out. I was like, I'm glad I didn't die today. Wait, yeah, the side good. of the building, is that um, sheet metal or is that... Uh, yeah. Okay. That's not as bad as I was thinking. I was thinking you like rubbed it against brick. Yeah, that would just fucking rip the metal yeah. in half, but... Dad, dad told me he was like, cause I was like, I'm so like, I told him I was like, I was just scared and everything. And he goes, I don't know why y'all are scared of me. And like, You're scary. And then also he said, um, I was like, I thought I was going to die and everything because it's your truck and we know how you are about, your, uh, about vehicles and stuff. And he goes... You know how protective he is over the truck? Bigum named his truck Barbecue Sauce Bucky Tree. And he goes, that's not the name of my truck. <laughs> yeah. And dad goes, we're going to name the truck. What should we name the truck, boys? And my dad was like, Black Thunder, like velvet, sexy velvet or something. And Bigum goes, Barbecue Sauce Bucky, <laughs> barbecue sauce bucky Tree. And dad goes, that's not the name. <laughs> He was so protective over the name of the truck. Yeah, he, I said, I call my car Betty White, and the red truck is Clifford the Big Red Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with what the fuck ever. He was like, barbecue sauce bucky tree. That will uh, never be what it's called. <laughs> I said, that truck's been named barbecue sauce bucky tree for 12 years, and he didn't even know it. Yeah, he told me, he was like, if maybe, he was like, maybe if... I had just bought the truck. I would have. I would have been really mad. And I was like, "Well, now that I know, if you ever buy another vehicle, not to drive it for the next like twelve years, and I should be good." <laughs> I was like, "You got lucky." Do you? Were your parents? Did you ever wreck a parents' car? Did I ever wreck my parents' car? <laughs> no, but I've wrecked my own car. Yeah, David drives like a bat out of hell. That- he drives crazy. That's why I'm scared about my truck is because we're building it and it's going to be cool and everything. And I'm so scared just for one day, somebody to come out of nowhere and just end it all. Like the truck and everything. You know what you need to put on your truck then? Full coverage. (laughs) 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 Oh no, dad will do that. An exoskeleton. Make that truck twice as heavy as it is. He's got a 2002 Taj Dakota. So it looks like my truck, but smaller. Oh, okay, yeah, it, okay, the smaller got, one. Yeah, it's got airlift and flames and everything. Dad, Dad wants it to be super cool. Like I want it to be super cool too. Just what I'm scared of is like I'm gonna take, I'm gonna turn, and somebody's gonna come out of nowhere and hit me, and then truck's gone. It's like mm-hmm. that's gonna suck. It's a part of driving. Well, Inevitably, somebody's gonna get in a wreck. Yeah, like the most the most important part about driving anywhere, uh, regardless of whether you're in a car, a truck, or a motorcycle. It's just drive defensively. You you got to drive like nobody else knows how to drive. You can't assume that people are going to be looking out for you. Oh, I know and that. if you're going to be in a flashy truck, <laughs> then they might not hit your truck, but looking at your truck, they'll hit somebody else. That's what the thing is, is people's gazes are like, you know, you know what causes wrecks more than anything is people looking at wrecks. Whenever somebody gets in a wreck, everybody's fucking rubbernecking everywhere. Just like, oh, what's happening? Now there's another fucking vehicle on the side that's got a rear ended, and then all of 288 shut down, and you're an hour late to work. Sorry, that's that's just out of a that's just happened before, but (laughs) 
Yep, that's happened before. I saw somebody getting a record in front of me. He went from the right lane to the left lane and smashed into the car. This car hit the median, and then they separated and then went together and then stopped on the left lane. And I go, no, they'll figure it out. <laughs> I just kept driving. <laughs> I was like 10 car lengths away from them. And I was like, eh, somebody will figure that out. Oh, no, yeah. I remember going to school, to college once. I was driving. Um, Actually, it was my first car, the one that I wrecked. Uh, I was driving up 45. And right at 610, there was a, I was in the middle lane. There was a car in front of me that started swerving to... No. There was the car in the left lane started swerving into the middle lane. Didn't see that there was a car in the middle lane. The car in the middle lane freaked out, pulled right into the right lane, then pulled back left too hard and ended up turning into the uh, median. You overcorrected? Like, yeah, overcorrected. Went head first into the median right in front of that car that um, that almost um, sideswiped him. I was probably about a car and a half behind them, a car and a half length behind them. And as he went into the median, I passed right behind his butt. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Did I just witness that? I didn't have a dash cam at the time. I was like, oh, well, time to go to school. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard thing is whenever you're so close to it, you can't really tell something's happening. And it's like, what did you see? And it's like, literally nothing, because it's right in front of me. If you're farther back, you can see the big picture, but it's like... Oh, no, I saw the whole picture. Well, no, that's what was happening with me. I was like, I was far enough back to where I was like, oh, what the... Oh, no, that's bad. But I've been where they, like, fucking hit each other right in front of me, and I was just like, what happened? <laughs> They're like, you should have seen it. I was like, man, I was just like... I was trying. <laughs> I yeah. was looking at the sign. What does this sign say? <laughs> I guess for that particular... In, uh, incident i was far back enough to see it happen the whole thing left to right watch the whole thing happen didn't really have time to think just had time to react just to get around that other car and not slow down enough that he backed into my car because he he hit the wall and then bounced back a little bit yeah i was like oh shit yeah sometimes your instincts take over too once you start driving more you'll realize that something weird is that you don't pay attention or it's like you're passively paying attention where, like, when you're driving, your full attention should be somewhere, but whenever you're looking, your eyes kind of zone out, and so you only see in front of you until something really quickly happens here, and then you look like, oh, there it is. So, like, I was driving, and something was going on. Oh, I was uh, I was listening to the Witcher books, and I was going to work, so it's super early in the morning, and I'm, like, tired. I'm just driving. And then I have, like, a really good imagination. So when something was going on, I was like, I'm watching what's happening in the book in my head. And it's kind of like that's the only thing that I see in front of me, which is kind of weird. It's like I'm watching a movie, but I'm just listening yeah. to words. Yeah. Um, and then I was just doing that, and then a car like went, beep, and I went instantly right there to it. Mm. It's when you realize that you're like, oh, how long have I not been paying attention? This is your first thought because you're like, I don't remember getting here. See, but you're you are paying attention. It's just you're not actively paying attention. Yeah. A good. A good daily drive is a drive that you don't remember afterwards, I think. You got there safely, got there from point A to point B, got there safely, nothing happened, nothing crazy, nothing memorable. That's a good drive, right? Nothing happened. Yeah. That's what they say about a bunch of things, like for cops and like people in the military is a, uh, an un what is it, a... Uh, uh, a boring day is a good day or something like that? Yeah. Because, like, a day that nothing's happening is a good day for you. I was like, huh. I've never thought of it like that. But, mm -hmm. yeah. 
But that's what basically, like, with driving, you're always in danger of something happening. Sometimes there's just people decide they just want to go crazy and just fucking hit something. And yeah. you're the person that's in front of them. And, and sometimes it's not even on purpose. You could be driving and somebody just has a seizure and rear ends you. Yeah. It's like things like that. And then eight people hit you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like whenever you're driving, that's like. Sometimes you're not even driving and something happens to you. Yeah. I literally, the last car accident I was in, I was literally sitting in the parking lot in the lane waiting for another car to pull out so I can park. And someone backed into my car. That's how I have the dent on the right side of my car. Some kid in a Honda Civic, a brand new Honda Civic with a backup camera, backed into my car. See, whenever your mom was living, or whenever your mom and my dad were still together, um, we were at the Walgreens Redbox getting new movie to watch uh, for like us while we were all there. And I was sitting in the car and I was watching her while she was getting her stuff. And then a car just backed into me. just And I was like... I was like, ah, because it's scary, <laughs> but it's so weird whenever your car gets hit. I don't know if it's just my thought, but like if you're driving and you're thinking and you're like, oh, when your car gets hit, it should hurt you. But it's weird because it's like a big exoskeleton. So it's like that the cars are designed to take the brunt of everything. So your squishy little body doesn't get hurt. So yeah. she backed into the door that I was next to. So the ass end of her car was three or like five inches away from me. But the whole car went and I didn't feel anything, but I just looked, and it was just tail lights. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, the car was just parked there, and she just backed into it. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> this is scary. But, yeah, sometimes you're not even driving, and then your car. Or it's one of those things where somebody's driving, and then you're inside work, and then their car flies over the median, and then just smashes into your car, and you come out, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what just happened here? That hasn't that's happened the, to me. That's the sad one. You're not even in your car, and your car gets damaged. Yeah, um, that's mm-hmm. why full coverage is a good idea, even though it's expensive as shit. Uh, yeah, no, it's expensive. Anything can happen. You, like full coverage would be good on your truck because say you're driving and some electrical ship shorts out, your car, your truck catches on fire and you run away. Full coverage is covered. Liability, your truck catches on fire. <laughs> that's it. As long as yeah. your uh, liability covers other people's vehicles more, right? Liability covers other people's cars if you hit them. Full coverage covers your car if they hit you and run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if you're there and somebody hates that you have a nice truck and they just destroy your truck while you're shopping and you come out and it's all tore up and you're just like, what the hell? That's full coverage does that. Or if you get robbed and you steal the, they steal the shit inside your truck. Yep. Like you, you come out one day and then your truck is sitting on, on jack stands. Because they stole your tires, and then you got no doors. <laughs> you got nothing inside. <laughs> you got no truck. doors, no tires. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> that, that. Lately, uh, full coverage is good for, um, what is it? Getting your catalytic converter replaced. Yeah, whenever somebody steals your cats. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you just, you just be up at work, and you turn your truck on, and it goes, and it's like, why does it sound like that? <laughs> cats are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I remember one time... Uh, what was it? It was a day I was flying back in from out of town. It was for my aunt's wedding. So I was coming back from my aunt's wedding. My dad, my brother, and my sister-in-law were going to go eat. And as we were walking to the entrance, right, uh, someone else, we were walking into the restaurant. Someone else was like, hey, there's somebody in the parking lot stealing a catalytic converter. <laughs> I, I kid you not, like 10 minutes later, 
Police walk in. They had no idea what was going on. They just came in to eat lunch. And the workers were like, yeah, there was someone trying to steal a catalytic converter over there. And they were like, hmm. So they walked over there instead. They were like, fuck. Gotta wait. Can't eat yet. God dang it. <laughs> I can't have my lunch. You guys hearing that? Yeah. Is that is that Atlas? It's Atlas. Atlasimo. Atlasy boy. I don't even know what Atlas's bark sounds like. I just know it's not Jax's. And there's no yeah, other dogs here. Jax is kind of rough. Yeah. Rough Jax, and rough. Jax just barked. Not just now, like the recent one, but the one before. Mm-hmm. Huh. I wonder what they're doing. They're getting scrappy. Wait, so when did you get your permit? Uh, I think it was the 20th of June. So. Like a month ago. Oh, so ago. like a month ago. Yeah. Okay. So then the question is, what's what have you been driving? My dad's truck. So a Dodge. His trucked out, uh, his tricked out truck? Yeah. <laughs> his trucked out trick. <laughs> uh, his, his truck. I just drove Tyler's car. I've been driving my mom's car. She's got a... Uh, I don't even know. I know it's a Dodge. I just don't know which one. It's the one that has like a three row seat. That car. Oh, uh, uh, what is it? SUV? Durango. Yeah, Durango. Some, something okay, like that. Okay. And uh, Tyler's car, Dad's car, her car. I drove my cousin Joey's car. I don't. I I can't even tell you what he has. I, I just know it's red. That's all I know about it. <laughs> and and that one has three seat. Uh, three row seats too. You start you start paying attention more to vehicles when you get your own. Yeah, because yeah. you're like, oh, I like that. Like yesterday, it's- yesterday I was driving and I saw Lincoln Continental, which are like hella luxury cars. Like Lincoln's are Lincoln's made by Ford, but they're like expensive. Yeah. Um, I was driving by it and I was like, oh, that looks nice. Googled it, forty six thousand dollars. I go, God, I was like, that's two of my cars. Why did I think Lincoln was made by Chrysler? No, that's a Chrysler. Chrysler's are made by Chrysler. Uh, oh. Well, actually, Dodge makes Chrysler. Okay, so it's Dodge, Jeep, Chrysler, Fiat, Fiat. I um, mean, at least and then uh, Chevys make Escalades. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Or GM makes Escalades. Yeah, Chevy GM. and uh, GMCs. Mm hmm. Then uh, who makes a uh, Polestar? Polestar is a uh, is owned by an American company too. I thought it was Lincoln. I'm lost. Lincoln's Ford. I'm lost. Uh, Polestar is the um, is the electric car company uh, that is made in the U.S. I think. I thought Lincoln was its own like thing in general. So though. it says Polestar was own was once Volvo's racing. Oh, okay, okay, Volvo. Like, okay, so Chinese so, car. No, Volvo is originally European, Swiss. Well, it's owned by. Chinese cars. Oh, yeah, that's right. Volvo got bought out by the Chinese. Ugh. Okay. Uh, Pulsar was once Volvo's racing, but it's morphed into a standalone offshoot of jointly owned by Volvo and its Chinese mothership, Geely. Ah, okay, so it's so it's still partly Swiss. Okay. I guess. Yeah, Pulsar, <laughs> I don't really know much about their, like... I don't Pol- know much about electric vehicles. Pulsar is like the Tesla Challenger right now. The Tesla Challenger? Oh, because they're... Yeah, because all their cars are electric. Yeah, the thing is, is when I was buying my car, I was like, ah, you know, I kind of want a a decent, like, comfortable car, like a luxury car. Mm -hmm. And then I was looking real hard at Chrysler 300s, but it was before they made the new 300s, so it was just the old 300s. I don't like the... 
I don't like the old 300s. Yeah. And I was like, because the thing that I did like is that the Chrysler 300s came with the Hemi sometimes. <laughs> I think it was a Hemi. Okay. And I was like, that's nice. Because, I mean, a luxury car that's fast as shit. But, yeah. But then I was like, because Brandon, what he got, he had a Buick LaCrosse. And I got into his car and it was all leather and he had sun, run sunroof and like. It was like that, uh, that like beige, uh, beige mm, tan, the nineties style. Well, no, it was like beige. Like I don't know, it wasn't bad looking. Okay. And then the uh, what do you call it? The outside of the car is white. Yeah, I do remember. Like, so it looked real nice, and it it was okay, and it didn't smell bad. It was like a used car. Used car. Then he went from that to his Honda or his car now. Yeah, he's got the Accord. Honda the Accord. Accord. So it's like okay inside of his car. But it's just like a regular, like, bog standard Honda, essentially. And I mean, but like Buicks are like luxury cars. Yeah. So then I got my car, and it's like half leather seats. It's got the sunroof. It's got like the dark brown, and then like the, the tannish seat colors. The radio's not bad looking either. Like, everything looks nice. It's got the little blue light on the inside that's actually really, really cool looking. The map like light, some, yeah. Yeah, like Tron shit. Well, not even the map light, the, uh, Lights that go across the front. Oh, yeah, that's right. You have the blue accent lighting. Yeah, and I'm like, ooh, I like that. <laughs> the door handles on the inside have the light behind them. Yeah. And I was like, damn, my truck, nothing. Oh, the, the, the step from my truck, well, I actually went from the 01 Ram to the 1990 Honda Civic that still had a clock in the center. So, <laughs> the analog like, clock? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, not like the analog clock. It was a digital clock, but it was oh, okay, just a okay. clock on the inside. No, that's like old fucking limit. The LTD, the Ford LTD, or the the Lincoln LTDs. You know who still has, um, what is it? Who has still has analog clocks in their cars? Lexus. For the longest time, Lexus had analog clocks in their cars. Some of their newer ones still have them, I think. An analog clock is a clock that still has the hands. Yeah. Yeah, making <laughs> yeah. sure you knew that. Digital is the one that has the numbers. Yep. And no. then a digital analog is the one that come on your watch. <laughs> <laughs> the um, what is it? Right now, car companies are trying to position themselves as a more value oriented. And so, like companies like Honda, they're trying to give you as much as they can. Without making it a like a luxury car, and of all the what is it of all the companies that I know that are doing that the best is probably like Volkswagen and Hyundai. Like they give you a shit ton of features for the amount of money they charge. The other thing too is newer cars have more more luxury shit in them in general. Yeah, because like. Like regular ass cars, you like you had AC and went roll down windows. Mm-hmm. Now you have like touchscreen uh, radios and sunroofs and shit. They came out with an iPad radio, like literally, like you just stick it right there, and then you can. Oh yeah, play no. games, watch movies. See, that's that. what that's what I kind I kind of wanted to put in my car because, like, back when I was watching Critical Role and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I was like, I could put it on the screen, have the sound coming out of the speakers, and watch it while I was driving. I thought about doing that for my <laughs> car too. Um, what it involves is you take out the old radio, and you straight up install an amp, and your iPad into the dashboard. Yeah, 
But the hard thing is finding the correct like aesthetic for it because if it's just a a screen that's sticking out of nowhere, it looks weird, and then yeah. you lose all your button functionalities. Yep. Yeah, that's why they have like um, like the stuff that you like. What is it? Whenever you have the steering wheel controls, you have to buy a specific yeah, thing that keeps steering wheel controls, splitters, and yeah. special yeah. adapters. And yeah, they get expensive. They like, do. Like the uh, my my car, I think the the dash kit that comes with my car is like five hundred dollars. I think when I looked it up for my car, the just the adapter for the steering wheel was like eighty bucks. Yeah. Just the little cord that adapts the steering wheel to the new radio. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. just talking about. The fucking screen that everything sits in, that for a new radio, five hundred dollars. Mm. It's oh. called yeah, it's a dash kit. Hell expensive. So I was like, I'll just uh. stick with this. Like I'm not gonna go to like base competitions and shit because that's when it matters. Whenever you get an aftermarket radio, the aftermarket radio puts out more power and mm-hmm. so it's it sounds better on your speakers. Whenever it's just me and the boys driving in the car, we're not sitting there going like it's not hitting hard enough. It's like <laughs> I want it to hit harder. I'll get another sub. I'm not looking for like every single decibel that I can get from it, you know? So, but in my truck, I have, I've had like five different radios. Um, I had one radio that was a single den, which means it was the smaller screen, not the, like a screen screen, but it was just like the single radio. Yeah. 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 And, uh, it attached to a 10 inch screen. <laughs> so I had a 10 inch screen in my car or my truck forever. Oh, yeah. And I would drive and I would watch Gone in 60 Seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and I would laugh and I always made the joke where I was like, I have to watch Gone in 60 Seconds to make my truck faster because if I don't watch it, watch it it's gone. It's more like Gone in 60 Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a lot of fun. We did so much stuff. The other problem that I had with that screen is I couldn't get a lo- large Whataburger <laughs> cup <laughs> because it hung down. <laughs> and then my... my a uh, cup holder is one of those big ones that went like a center console. So you couldn't open it. Yeah, no, I could open it, but if I put the cup there, the cup would push and the screen would be, and it'd be in the way of the screen. <laughs> I was like, this is some bullshit. My big <laughs> ass screen is in the front of my big <laughs> ass cup and I can't watch anything. So I, I, like, you just have, I used to have to hold it. It was really funny too because when we were making my, the box that goes in my truck, it's just a tall rectangular box that just sits in there. And it was meant, realistically, it it's a subwoofer that downfires, or two d- subwoofers that downfire. So you don't see anything in the actual truck that looks like I have a sound system, but it's just a big box that's not pla- not like carpeted or anything. It's just a fucking oh yeah, pl- I remember. It's just a it's just a box that has a, a a microfiber towel that goes over it that I was putting my arm on, and it was funny. Because we were making jokes, this might get a little vulgar. So I mean, if we need to cut this part or whatever, but my dad, they were like, you know, if you get rid of the center seat, you're never gonna get head while you're driving. <laughs> and I go, well, I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> and we took the center console seat out, put the subwoofer box in. Three months later, I got a girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, damn it. <laughs> but I mean, nothing really ever happened in the truck while I was driving, but. I told Travis the same thing because Travis took out the center console and it goes all the way to the back seat. Like he can't put the bench seat out. He has to get two bucket seats to sit in the back so because he can't actually fit or the sub box pushes back too far. Oh. And he goes, yeah, I've never had that option either. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like we were always looking. I was never like 
anything nothing was beneficial for like anything i was like i just wanted a subwoofer box what if you built a box into a seat well so you built the box and then you put a cushion on the very top that was my idea i wanted to get the i wanted to build my back seat as a bench box uh-huh so it would have two or three subs that are coming out the back and then have those cemented into the actual or not cemented but like Bolted into the back. bolted into the actual frame, like the actual cab of the truck, mm. and then put seats on it, and then put like little cages over the front, so it would nobody could like kick their foot in there and fuck it up because that's when I was driving with them in car seats. <laughs> so I was worried about that, and then I didn't want to slam on the brakes, and the fucking seat rolled, <laughs> the back seat <laughs> just rolled forward. <laughs> they were on their asses, but that was my idea um, originally, but. I mean, I didn't I didn't have any money and I didn't really have any kind of say into anything. Plus my box took like eight months to build because I was always put on the back burner. Yeah. So they cut out all the part or cut out all the pieces to it and then eventually one day I was like, you know what, fuck this. So I took it and I built it myself. Uh at my grandpa's house. I just had him help me put it all together and then we resined the inside of it. Stuck the two two ten inch Alpine Type R's, which at the time were some like high quality hot shit, because you hear all the nineties mm-hmm. rappers talking about Alpine, like fucking uh, Easy E. Yeah. was like, and I let the Alpines play. I had Alpines, and then you can ask David back in the day. That bitch was loud. Nope. You wanted a massage. You just get in the. You just get in Tyler's yeah. truck. Yeah, oh. my two front door speakers were louder than my back door speakers, and I didn't know they were. Until I opened the door and I was listening to it, and my back door speakers blew, and they had been blown for months, <laughs> and they were just getting ripped apart on the inside because I had this the sound system up so much, and the front door speakers were so fucking loud that you couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah. The front door speakers were the only things like I was sitting at Kroger parking lot when I used to like when I first started working, and then I'd open the doors and you could hear me across the parking lot. Um. Dad told me he was like, because Chavi tells me all the time, he's like, don't do the center, cause, don't do the center console thing, cause uh, you won't be able to get roadhead. Cause my, I don't have a center, <laughs> I don't have a center console. Mine was custom made, and when Dad bought the truck from the guy that had it last, um, he said, I'll sell you the truck for three grand, but I'm keeping the center console. So I never got it. I don't even know what it looks like. And Dad was like, oh, it was custom made. Was like, that'd be nice to see. Why did he want to keep the center console? It was, it was nice. Yeah, it was still in like really good shape and everything. But uh, so Chad was like, "Don't do a box at center console because you won't be able to get roadhead." And I was like, "I don't plan." Uh, I was. I like, mean, I don't did know. the guy have another truck to put the center console into? I have no idea. That's uh, so odd. But Dad told me because Dad was like, "You know what I'm thinking of doing?" I was like, "What?" He said, "I'm thinking about taking because we took my back seats out so we can get back there, put amps and stuff." Because I'm thinking about. Not even putting your back seats back in, just having all of that back there, that space, as um, a big box for subwoofers. And I was like, but see, here's the thing, though. I want my back seats so I can use them, like, if I need a, like... In case you need something. You fucking need a back seat. But also, like, if I'm driving driving more than two people around, I'm going to need them. He goes, well, you shouldn't be driving more than two people around. I was like, let's say, for instance, me, mom, and Jess are all going to the store. Or it's just me, mom, and Micah. Micah can't be home alone. We all got to go to the store. I was like, I need back seats for that. So it took me a little bit, but then at some point I was like, Dad, I need my back seats. And he's like, fine, we'll keep your back seats. I I was like, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> it was because I told him, I also told him, I was like, look, I'm keeping my back seats 
And so if we need to, we could put the subs on the outside of the truck or we could put them under the seat or something. But I want my back seats. And he goes, fine, we'll keep them. I was like, okay. I mean, realistically, the reason why I got my car was because I had a girlfriend at the time. And I was like, what if we decide to go on a road trip or if I have all my friends with me? Because in my truck, between my back seat and my front seat is like six inches, which is no room. Yeah. Um, I already know I can't fuck in a truck because I'm too big. <laughs> so that's never been an option for me. Unless Only I the get, truck bed. Yeah, unless I get <laughs> unless I get like a fucking I don't know a excursion or like a, a suburban <laughs> like maybe. Oh, like if I had like three rows and I could like lay one of them down, maybe. But that's never been like. And also, why the fuck would I want to just have sex in a car? It's so inefficient. Yeah. It doesn't make any ruin or any noise or ru- sense. Sense. Anyways, but so um, if you're on your way home, there's no point in stopping to do that. Just continue home. Yeah, I was like, look, we can do it now. Waste thirty minutes, get home in an hour, or we can drive for thirty minutes and do whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm getting older and I'm becoming more practical. It was I'm- also the whole thing where your parents might not like you having sex yet, <laughs> and so you kind of had to sneak sex. I don't know. I think it's weird because that's never been a problem with my parents. Like, I had a girlfriend and my mom knew we were sleeping together. But, like, I'd pick her up for, like, an hour and then we'd, like, go to my room and then she'd walk out. And then my mom would be like, okay, bye. And she'd be like, oh, bye, Your Tracy. mom is so chill. And my mom was like, I knew y'all were doing shit in the room. <laughs> like, I'm not an idiot. And I go, yeah, I mean, realistically, I mean. I'm not trying to hide nothing from nobody. I was like, that's never been a thing. I'm just not going to go in there and be like, Mom, I'm fucking, don't come in. Yeah, see, that's the thing is, my mom makes me leave the door open. And when I mean open, I don't mean like, because like in TV shows, it's like, I said three inches is the closest you can get to the other, like closing it. No, Mom, it has to be wide open. Like, there was one time, like, she yells, she yells at me when Jessen or Micah closes the door. She's like, it's your responsibility, and you got to make sure it stays open. It's like, I told them to open it, keep it open, whatever. It's not my fault if I'm, like, you know, half asleep. And, like, when my girlfriend's over, she will be, she can show up at 1 o'clock, and she'll leave at 10. So And we'll be in the room most of the time. Like, every now and then we'll go out to go eat or get water or something, and we have to leave the door open, wide open, but they'll close it. So mom will just peek so she can peek in every now and then, and we won't know. You know, I mean, you're also 15. Yeah, so. you, you are 15. I didn't get, well, I didn't get my like actual girlfriend until I was 19. So, I mean, yeah, but like, mom, I don't know. I I once put a shoe right there at the door so that way it wouldn't close all the way, so mom can still be her little creepy self. And uh, I'm not joking. I turned around and she had her head in the door like this, and she was like, "Christian, why is the door closed?" And I was like, "It's obviously not closed if I still see you." And she was like, this is closed, and pushed it more open. And I was like, that's fine. I just put a shoe so it couldn't close all the way. And she was like, she she was pretty mad. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> so uh, we're going to have to tell this story with, like, Travis and Brandon. But <laughs> one day, Bigum, Dad, and Jessen, the boys, they were at my dad's house. And Brandon called my dad and was like, hey, you want to go watch a movie? <laughs> and... My dad, Brandon, Bigham, and Justin left to go watch a movie, and Travis picked up his girlfriend and took him to my dad's house, and they, you know, did the spicy shit. They did Devil's Tingle. And then left, and then they came back at the end of the movie, and my dad was like, oh, it's so nice. Brandon wanted to go watch a movie with us. 
but he was just <laughs> he was just setting it up so Travis could go get some. <laughs> they were at the house by I, himself. I uh, almost told Trevi the other day, like as a joke, obviously not true, but I was like, Trevi, I need you to do me a favor. Uh, I need you to uh, take my mom to the movies for me. <laughs> and uh, while you're taking them, also take Justin, Lily, Micah, and whoever else is at the house. I almost told him that, but I didn't. Mm. I should have. I should have. It was. It was like Thursday. I was gonna tell him that <laughs> as a joke, as a yolk, as a yolk, as oh. a yolk. What is this yolk? God, these mm. new age things. That's funny. No, no Travis no. says that. Oh, the yolk, like um, joke, but yolk. But uh, yeah, it's really funny. We've just. Um, I don't know. I like. I've never had to hide anything. But my mom's always cool, and she knows I'm not stupid. So, and she's like the coolest person ever. Like realistically, yeah. like she's the reason why I didn't go to people's houses to like get drunk and have to hide it from anything. Because she was like, "If you want to drink, you're gonna drink. Just do it here." I'm like cool, and she go buy alcohol for us. But I was also experimenting and like mixing drinks that she liked too. So it was kind of like a win win. Mm. But I had like I would like invite a bunch of people over and we would all hang out there and we would like sit in the backyard and stuff like that. Like I used to have people come over more than I do now, but it would be, or it'd be more people. But yeah, that was back when we were younger. She was letting us drink at the house and stuff, but she was like, I'd rather y'all drink here and be safe than go somewhere else where I don't know where you're at. And then you'll have to call me to come pick you up or I'll have to get a call that you've been in a wreck or something. Cause you were being stupid. I was like, eh, that makes sense. You know, we still call her to pick us up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did that. She's never getting out of that one. Yeah, she keeps talking about that. When's your mm. birthday again? September. Uh, so you got a few months before you need to get set up for us to do that again. Yeah. Oh, David. Oh dear. Oh poor David. Somewhere else but Kima. I don't care. Okay. I mean, if we uh, plan it out far enough in advance, we could go anywhere. Mm. I mean, Dad does have a limo. You could get drunk as fuck in a limo and drive to Austin. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that's what we used to do every freaking every other weekend or something. We would get drunk, or we'd take the limo at like Saturday night, drink all the way up to Austin, get out, go to sleep till like at like two or three o'clock in the morning because we started Saturday night. Wake up, have breakfast, and then drive back on Sunday. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, it was it was a rough one. Oy. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh it was a lot of fun. Poor Bigham, he wasn't part of that one. Nope. Nope. We have I we didn't record videos <clears throat> or anything, but one of my favorite things that happened was I had dude, I smashed two tall boys. Uh two tall boy shiners in like three minutes. Ooh. Yeah. So it was like forty eight ounces of shiner I had instantly. And we were in Manville whenever we did it. And then we made it to Houston, almost to Katie. And I was like, I have to pee right now. Like, I was about to piss myself. Well, I had my Whataburger cup that I used to take to work. And I finished all of the drink in there, poured it out, and then I pissed into the cup. <laughs> and then it was almost full, and I threw it out. I didn't throw the cup, but I threw the piss out the window while we were driving. And my mom was driving my car behind me. <laughs> But it was storming. Oh, God. I was like, so there won't be any piss on the car. I was like, that's fine. And then John was like, yeah, I've got to pee too. So I switched seats with John 
And he took a piss into the cup, and when he went to be, he went to throw it out. He threw it out too far forward, and then the fucking piss came back into his face. <laughs> not not all fucking twenty ounces of piss, but like a solid like five ounces of piss went went <laughs> just hit him in the face and covered half the back seat. I was like, John, what did you do? And he was like, Oh no! It was really funny. We've done some stupid shit. Poor John. He's always doing dumb things. Oh, dear. But on accident, <laughs> it's my favorite. Like, John, he got super drunk and dropped his phone in the toilet. <laughs> it was it was one night that we were there. And he, like, took his shit, wiped his ass, and then fell asleep, dropped his phone in the toilet, got up, left, uh, and went to sleep in the room. And my dad woke up, and he, like, opened the toilet, and his phone was sitting there <laughs> on top of his, like, toilet paper and shit. <laughs> See, then, wait, so he dropped his phone on his shit? In the toilet uh, <laughs> with the shit and the toilet paper, but not on the shit. He was protected by toilet paper. Yeah, and then he woke up and he went into the bathroom and he was like, um, he was like, oh, it's so weird. I found my toilet or my phone in the sink in the bathroom. And my dad goes, well, you should have seen where I found it. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since then, John had his phone and it's like it was getting wet while it was in the toilet. So it was like in that doo-doo and piss water. <laughs> and then John's phone was like starting to act stupid. I was like, dude, you got such a shitty phone. <laughs> then, um, I don't know. He's just done a bunch of other things. We were driving. He got super drunk and he threw up in Travis's truck, like outside the door, but it covered the cab or the back of the truck. And he like got it. He was like, I'm sorry, Travis, and took his shirt off and started wiping. <laughs> he was like, no, you're just going to scratch the paint job and like fucking stick vomit into the truck. <laughs> so the next day when they woke up, John, Travis took a truck to the car wash and John washed it for him. <laughs> but... John John just does some random things, <laughs> and it's my favorite. John's super shy and quiet and, like, kept to himself, but whenever he gets drunk, he, like, turns into a regular person. <laughs> he turns into, like, a whole human being, like, a whole different guy. Yeah. He so he, he becomes, like, like, John, like, tipsy and drunkish is, like, regular me. <laughs> and I'm, like, bigger, more <laughs> me. John's normal is minus two charisma. <laughs> then yeah. he becomes a minor, uh, uh, neutral. Yeah, it's like he gets a charisma buff when he gets drunk. So you got because I mean he's gotten drunk and we were we went to a strip club and he like became the main character Ooh. there and it was like things were happening and I was like John what's happening to you and he's like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you got John John which is regular John and then you got John which is drunk John. No, Johnny Bear is drunk John. Oh, oh, Johnny Bear. My bad. Well, I think we covered it. I think so, too. I think my favorite part about this is Biggum's big-ass nose making it sound like he's driving through a tunnel in the wind. He's like... <laughs> Y'all can actually hear me breathe? <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, every, no, every now and then, like, when I'm laughing... <laughs> yeah, laughing. we can hear that. <laughs> well, I know y'all can hear that, but I thought you were talking about, like, y'all can hear me, like, actually... Like, yeah, I can hear you breathing. What? You breathed very hard. <laughs> I'm just gonna start talking. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna set the mic down and then just, just no, sit here. And then when y'all talk to me, I'm gonna pick it up. I'm just gonna be like, all you have to do is just keep talking. Yeah, we're then fine. We, I mean, then like, we won't hear you breathe out. Yeah, and David figures it out. <laughs> he figures it out. I mean, he's made podcasts out of shit. So I've made it. worse sound good. Yeah, <laughs> that's one thing that I've. 
that we told David, like our first episode, it sounded like we were talking at the microphones while they were inside of a box in the other room. Episode two was a thousand percent better than that. And since then, we just gotten better, except for like maybe one or two of them that like, like one of them we were recording in the shed and it was just picking all kinds of background noise up and there was nothing you could do about it. It was bad. But the only ones that are horrible now are when we have people come over and they're just stupid loud to the point where it's not their microphone that's picking them up. It's everyone else's microphone. <laughs> but yeah, I think we did so did some fun on this one. It's already been an hour. Yeah. And then now we can have George come talk to you about this. Ooh. But uh, anyways, as always, this has been the Accidental Crew. Today we've got David. Hi. Or Dabib, as I've been calling you. <laughs> Anytime I'll text George, he's like, who's going to be there? And I put D-A-B-I-B. I say Dabib. Dabib. We've got Bigum, which uh, Dabib spelled as Big Ham one day. Big Ham. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would it be better as Big Um, like B-I-G-U-M? No, it's B-I-G-G-U-M. Oh. Big Gum. Yeah, Big, big Gum. gum. <laughs> mm, big Gum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big gum. That's how I spelt it. And then I asked Dad, I was like, is that correct? And Dad goes, yeah. I was like, really? I don't even know. Dad called him Bigum like when he was first born. And I've never called him Christian. Like in Where my did entire Bigum life. Come from? I just think he was just a big baby. They're, they mm-hmm. used to, he's, his middle name is Anthony after my dad's grandpa or my great grandpa. And his, um, his was Antonio. Yeah, his name was uh, Antonio. So they called him Grandpa Tony. I was like, hey, Grandpa Tony. And he <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, we weren't Italian. <laughs> Anyways, um, I did the whole arm thing. <laughs> I know you did. You're like. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Like, his are we in New was, York for a second here? His name was An- Antonio and they called him uh, Tony, Grandpa Tony. And uh, so they named his middle name Anthony. Um, and then whenever he was younger, at one time they found a do-rag and they put a do-rag on him. And there's like this picture of him in his car seat smiling and he called him gangster Tony and then just randomly started calling him, um, a Bickham. And that's what it's always been. I think, I think you said grandma or grandpa one day, like just saw me or something like that. And they go, wow, he's going to be a big gum. And what? Or maybe there's a biggin. Oh yeah. I think that's what it was. And then that just put it as big. Oh, Travi. Uh, when we lived at Heather Lane, Travi used to, uh, like he was sometimes call me Christian and um he he told me one day he was like he goes Bigum and I looked at him and he goes, I'm sitting here calling you Christian, you don't look at me, but I say Bigum and you answer me. I was like, I didn't even hear the Christian part. I was like I was I li- when I'm at dad's I listen out for Bigum, not Christian. And then Gina what if he started calling you Chris. Chris? That's what that's what Isaiah called. <laughs> y'all start calling me Chris. I'd probably start answering after like the seventh time y'all going Chris. Cause I, when what y'all, do they call you at school? Christian. And you answer that? Yeah, because most of the time I'm, I mean, like I'm, in I'm profes- at my mom's house. In professional yeah, settings, yeah. when people say Steven, I answer. But if I'm hearing somebody says Steven, I just go, how fucking dare you? Gina called me Christian uh, yesterday. And she was like, she was like, Christian, if I break this, uh, if I mess up this window, I'm blaming you. And I looked at the customer and I was like, and he goes, that's not my name. And I go, <laughs> Me? <laughs> it's like I've never heard her call me Christian. I've only ever heard her call me Bigum. So when she said Christian, I was like, I didn't even know you knew that name. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. That threw me off. Yeah, it's funny. It's just like weird things. Like Jessen has always been called Jessen. He has no nicknames. Bigum has been Bigum the whole time. Um I call him I say Bigum. 
sometimes whenever I'm calling him on the phone, or whenever he doesn't answer when I call on the phone, I send him an angry face. Yeah, he does that. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are you doing right now? You're a child. You don't have anything to do. I wasn't even by my phone. I was in the living room talking. Uh, no, I was in the living room playing UFC because we were at some staying the night at somebody's house, and my phone's in the other room charging. And I go in there, and it says, missed call from Tyler two minutes ago. And then it had the angry face a minute ago. I was like, god dang. You call me Tyler on your phone? It's Tyler or Ty Lowe. I say Tyler because I got used to saying Tyler, so now when I say Ty Lowe, sometimes it sounds a little bit funny. Yeah, he's he gave you the nickname Ty Lowe, like T-Y-L-O, because we were, he was playing cars one day. It's Ty Lowe. And I was walking in, and like that was whenever his mom and my dad were together. And uh, he was playing with cars on the table, and I, I walked in from my mom's house, and he goes, Ty Lowe! And it's the first time he's ever said my name. And then he dropped his cars and ran to me and gave me a hug. But he was like, Tylo. And then ever since then, we've just been called, like, Travis calls me Tylo. He doesn't even call me Tyler. Yeah. yeah. And I don't call Travis Travis. I call him Travi. Yeah, I call Travi Travi. Tyler. I mostly say Tylo, except for every now and then I'll say Tyler like I am right now. Well, see, Travis also had the problem with saying R's when he was younger. So he had a speech impediment. So he just called me Tylo. Or he used to call me Bubba. And then just one day he started calling me Tyler. And I was like, hmm. What's your problem, man? <laughs> somebody called me Steve one day, and I was like, who the fuck? Or who is goes, Steve? Yeah, and I was like, that's not even a name I go by. Steve is what my dad's been called. I was like, yeah. the reason why I go by Tyler instead of Steven is because my dad's name is Steven or Steve. And then one day somebody called me Steve. I go, what? And then somebody goes, hey, Stevie. And I was like, where are y'all coming up with these names? <laughs> that's not my name. <laughs> that's not my name. And then somebody me. called me and then somebody, they spelled my name Taylor, and I walked up to one of the other pharmacies that we work at, and he goes, hey, Taylor, and I go, who the fuck? I was like, that's not even my name. <laughs> not even remotely close. Uh-uh. All right, well, we're just going to go ahead and shut this one down then. So, as like I said earlier, this is another week of the Accidental Crew podcast. We got David, Big Um, yep. me, Tyler. As always, we love y'all. Be safe, be kind, be kind to others, be kind to yourself. Feed and water your plants. Don't drink and drive. Wash your plant. Wash your pants. Pet your dog. Pet your dog. Yeah, for real, pet your dog. Throw your cat. Throw your cat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they always land on their feet. Yeah. yeah. What if your cat comes back after you throw them, like, to get thrown again? So it's not pet abuse. It's something that they and like. You just got to test it out. You're not throwing them at a wall. Just toss them. There's always a fine line about it. It's like, how did you know that your dog likes to be slapped on the ass? It's like, because I was, <laughs> I was being, I was like, <laughs> I like slapped the dog on the ass. Like, don't do that. And then the dog was like, oh, I like that. It's like, there's a fine line be- between being cruel to your pets, your pets being kinky, and it just being weird. <laughs> like, oh yeah, they love it whenever I scratch under their chin. It's like, huh. If somebody walked up to me and started scratching under my chin, I'd probably fall in love. I'd be like, oh, you're so comfortable with me. If you like pina colada. It's pina. Pina. <laughs> my, my bad. That's that Spanish that you forgot the uh, India. My bad. Yeah. That's, that's what, just how I've heard it. Like, that's just how I've heard it so far. That's what I told somebody Pay one attention. day. I was like, I was like, you know, I'm real tenderheaded except for that one time that I, uh, the stripper pulled my hair. <laughs> I was like, that was something I learned about myself and I didn't know anything. Oh, hey, I see you've stumbled upon the Accidental Crew Podcast. Well, if you like us enough, follow us on Instagram at the Accidental Crew Podcast. Follow and rate our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast.
Google Podcast, or wherever you want. I don't mind. Got any comments or suggestions? Well, just let me know. Email us at accidentalcrew at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye-bye.